0: everyone, and welcome to episode 413 of the MTG Goldfish Podcast. I'm Seth, probably better known as Seth, Fred Olive, and we have the full crew here this week kicking things off with the owner of MTG Goldfish, Richard. How's it going this fine Monday, Richard? Good morning, Seth. Good morning. We're going with Monday, right? It's Monday yeah. today. Yeah, it's still, it's, it's technically Monday. We may or may not have recorded this cast a little ahead of time because of the holidays, but it's Monday as far as anyone listening knows. Uh, and we got a fun topic for today that I'm excited for. But before we get into that, we got another co-host in Krim. Good morning, Krim. How are you this fine Monday? I guess.
1: <laughs> I feel like we're time traveling with with all of this. This like like uh,
0: okay. Hello, hi. On this
1: fine Monday, that is definitely a Monday.
0: It's definitely a Monday. No one no one knows. No one knows when we That's recorded true. this. That is so true. That's as, true. As far Immersion. as they're concerned. Yes.
2: <laughs> Hold any, up a newspaper
0: right now. Prove it's Monday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Do
0: any of us actually get newspapers anymore? Seriously. It's 2023 almost, Richard. Newspapers. So we're not living in the 50s. Come on now. I don't, think, I don't even think I had one in the 90s. So... <laughs> Anyway, our topic for today, we are doing a holiday fish mail bag podcast. So we did one a few months ago. Basically, the entire cast today, we put out a call for questions on Twitter and on the YouTube and the community tab, and we are going to go through as many of your fish mail questions as possible and answer them for you today. So an entire cast dedicated to fish mail. Before we get into it though, a reminder that today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit. And Card Conduit, they're the easiest way to sell your magic cards. And if you're tired of all the hassles that go into buy listing your cards card conduit lets you skip them you get to skip all the typing all the time all the work that goes into selling your cards with their curated service you can send in as many cards as you want with a buy list value of a dollar or more in pages to five percent service fee and if you want to do a little work on your end you can use their sorted service where you list and sort your cards ahead of time and pay just a two percent fee and no matter which one you choose you're going to get a detailed report with the results in a fast payment once the order is processed and right now you can even get another ten percent off if you head over to cardconduit.com slash mtg goldfish card they're the easiest way to sell your magic cards and thank you to CardConduit for supporting the show and with our sponsorship stuff done let's answer some fish mail richard why don't you take it away and guide us through some of these questions all right
2: uh so we sent out a, a big holiday mailbag tweet uh, if you have questions in the future send them to hashtag MTGFishmail, mail uh and we'll get to your questions so uh, we're gonna start off uh, hot and heavy. Rafi K ninety nine. What do you think the top three biggest problems in Magic are right now, and what do you think the three best things going on uh, in Magic are?
0: Oh. Uh, that's a, wow, that's a good question. That's good morning. Good <laughs> how, about, how about
2: we each choose one each, and combined, the, okay? <laughs> the three then, we'll biggest each, problems. then we'll each get three. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, well, I got I got mine for biggest problem, man. Um, organized play. I think we're realizing more and more that we need a strong, organized play system for non-commander formats to thrive. For We've seen wizards asking about, like, why is Paper Standard not doing well and all this stuff? And I think the answer is that just hasn't really existed. And I know it's coming back and it's better than nothing. But I hope that in 2023 we see more steps to strengthen that because I think that really is hurting the game of magic more than I realized it was going to, and maybe more than wizards realized it was going to, when they kind of took away most of the organized play stuff. So that would be my number one biggest problem is we need a a stronger organized play system. It's just not really cutting it right now.
2: Oh, I will go with complexity creep. Uh, we need less text on cards, and I don't mean to just start keywording everything. I mean, like, actual, like, conceptually, the card is like vanilla. It's like a three mana, five, five, and call it a day. Maybe it has lifelink. Uh, cards are way too complicated now. It takes forever to understand any cards. Uh, our preview videos have become like full length feature films as Seth tries to read like <laughs> yep. six faces of a card. Uh, <laughs> we just need to make things simpler. I mean, we, I feel we somehow avoided it for the first like 15 years of Magic. Like, yes, things got complicated, but or more complicated, but it was like manageable. But over the past couple of years, I think it's unmanageable. And I think like Strixhaven Deans. Or, like, the, the end of it for me. Like, I don't yeah. know why we need a double-sided, like, 8 million ability, legendary, two colors, whatever. Like, it was just too much. Like, just make more cards if you really need to. Like, I don't know why a single piece of cardboard needs, like, so many abilities.
1: That's that's actually very fair.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, like, like I, I played Commander with a newer player the other night, and they didn't even know there was a backside to an MDFC <laughs> so like yeah they, wow, they, they were learning yeah yeah because in sleeves right like yeah. if you lend someone your deck can they learn the game so but uh, yeah like I, I does it have to be with the game of magic or can it just be magic as a whole
0: Magic is the biggest problem with magic. (laughs) Uh, Wait, are you talking about like pull a rabbit out of the hat or something? Like that kind of magic?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. no. Like I mean like the problems with magic. If it's as magic as as a whole, I think I I stand by it and I'm going to keep pushing it it's there's no anime there's no tv show <laughs> i'm not i'm not joking like i i this isn't a troll this is not a troll i i am being 100% serious um Grim, like there there I are just, entire anime card games dude, just for there, you <laughs> yes there are and you know what i want to see magic have it too i like but like i i want to see magic have a real tv show they didn't they dropped it from the they didn't even talk about it they recently talked about like the netflix projects and stuff like that and magic's nowhere on there.
2: Oh, so, okay, 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 so you mean a literal anime,
0: not anime okay. art. Okay. In- oh, that, yeah, like yeah. the TV oh, show yes. by anime. Yes. I got you. That okay. Yes. That that makes more sense.
1: <laughs> 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 like, like that is a real thing, and they they completely not mentioned anything about the project at all. Uh, and
2: I think people are like have forgotten that it exists that there's supposed to be a project. All right, I got a question for you, Chris. So, what would you rather see? Would you rather see like a serious adult? oriented anime. Um, would you rather see a kids cartoon like essentially like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokémon style or would you rather see like a like kind of like an MCU live action like type magic adaptation?
1: I think if they do a live action, they would flub that pretty hard. Um, well,
0: aren't, well, aren't they going to flub any of these pretty hard? I that, know, for being honest, <laughs> that's also fair.
1: I I think though it would be like an adult, like I think an adult type kind of cartoon. Uh, maybe the, obviously they could go with something a little more like like kid friendly, like along the lines of like Yu Gi Oh. Well, I mean more like Pokemon because technically Yu Gi Oh is actually very dark uh but america got the the lighter half of the seasons uh so but yeah like i would say something a little more like castlevania so something along those lines would be pretty cool uh and and i think that it's not being taken seriously but it probably helps with the show i mean i mentioned it before but like <clears throat> cyberpunk edge runners brought a lot of pl- like players back to cyberpunk uh and and arcane obviously now is just like showing that people want more of just the world of league of legends so like, yeah, I, I am, especially when you have all those other Netflix shows, I don't expect the Netflix show and anything magic related to do as well as arcane, but uh, like, yeah, like I, I think it is very, very much so needed.
0: It would, it would be so easy to just take a beloved magic novel like the War of the Spark novel. Recreate oh, it word no. for word. Not that one. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyone but that. Give me <laughs> anyone but
2: that. Oh, yeah, I can resist. Uh, uh, I actually think a, a music video might be easier. So, like, that's the, the <laughs> hot new thing. Did you see the new Snap music video, Krim? I did. But I did. League of Legends does this, right? They make music videos that sell their latest cosmetics. And then their music videos become like legit K-pop songs and are like real songs. And they, then they Marvel hired... Snap started doing it. Like, I and mean, Wizards has done shorts before, right? Like the, the L-Drain, like little animation. You have Kamigawa, thing. literally I mean, yeah. a Neon Dynasty. Don't yeah. they
0: do music videos? They're just like not as whatever appealing as the ones other games do. Like don't they have whole albums that are like created for each set now? And like it just they hasn't really? really caught on or blown up. Yeah, if you go to like Spotify, like the there's album? like and yeah. Dynasty, the album or whatever. Yeah, and you can like, find what? videos for <laughs> like it, it. I mean, it is I, I remember thing. the anime. Yeah, <laughs> it is a thing. It's just, unfortunately, you've never heard of it, which means many well, other if people probably never you can't get a three-minute
2: piece of art to work, it's going to be harder to pick an entire TV series <laughs> to work or a movie. So I think we got to nail the music video first. To sell yeah, whatever up to it. latest yeah. skins or whatever we have, right? Whatever star
0: galaxy foils or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oil ray slicks, whatever. Thirtieth right? anniversary <laughs> edition, the music video, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Detroit <Featuring laughs> Post Malone, we got it, we got it. <laughs> uh, what about what about the positive side? What are, what are the three best things going in Magic at the moment? All right, you know, I, I'll, I'll, oh, you got one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This better not be anime uh, art on cards, Kram, or you're... you're okay. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I, w- I will say, though, like,
1: over the years, magic has gotten a little wilder with its art, thanks to uh, secret layers and stuff like that, universes beyond. Uh, some of the art directly translates, like, let's just say, like, Warhammer. Uh, that That just easily slots right into magic, but... I will say though I'm talking about the weird arts like we're talking like yeah like the cereal box ones uh, like I'm talking about all of yeah. those. I think those are some of the more interesting and cool things for for the game especially when like one of the things that got me into the game as a kid was how cool the art was. So That's a good I, choice. I, I yeah. would agree.
0: I, I think mine would be the, the gathering coming back. There's been so much hype for like even Vegas despite some of the issues there were like upcoming events people are just really excited to get together and like see each other after the long pandemic so i i think that's the that's my takeaway from 2022 the best thing going on is magic is the return of people actually being able to get together and like play magic and catch up and see each other again
2: uh Seth you stole my did life, i steal your- <laughs> I, I, I was going to say like f and m and uh like WPN events, like you can move to a brand new city, right? You can just search up a uh, WPN website, find a local game store, and then Friday night go play Magic and then meet a bunch of like minded people. Uh, I think that's very powerful, right? Like I think that yeah. lets you connect with a lot of people. And then there's the online community and then also, um, you know, Twitch and, and, and all that, right? Uh, but okay, so success stole mine. I'm going to go with limited. I think Limited has flown under the radar for so many years. We've had so many great back-to-back-to-back-to-back sets of Limited. And nobody's talking about it. Because if you think 60-card formats are dead, then (laughs) I think (laughs) 40-card formats have disappeared. But like we have had so many great Limited formats, and no one says anything about them. And I'm not sure why. Is it because we all begrudgingly draft just to build our arena collections to play standard? Uh, or, or what it is yes. but or maybe it's the set boosters like no one before you bought Ooh. a draft booster you're like well oh, I gotta draft this but now you buy set boosters and you're like yeah eh, whatever uh, but Limited has been really good and Wizards has been consistently uh, pumping out really good Limited environments and they don't get enough credit for it no one talks about it no one plays it maybe because they cut it from Pro Tours or something I, I don't know but Limited somehow disappeared
0: but it's been the best it's ever been it's another good one yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year with uh with some of these things. What we're uh, what we're talking about then. Oh, can I throw right.
1: one more thing in? All right, positive. Like like <laughs> <look>, it's positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's positive. Okay, Grixis is tier
2: one. Oh God, <laughs>
0: that's a I negative. Just, that's that hold way, on. I, I just, would say Grixis is, said, tier <laughs> one. I, is tier one.
2: Rakdos is tier one. No, 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 no. I,
0: <laughs> it's blue black splashing red. <laughs> I would say the same thing, but as a negative, honestly. <laughs> what? You can play your
2: same Rakdos deck in Standard, Pioneer, Modern, <laughs> yeah, like every format. It's fine. Give though, them some initiative though that's cards true. And in Legacy,
0: but <laughs>
1: come on, I mean, you know how long it's been. Like, I, when was the last time Grixis was good in Standard? Right, like so. When was the feels- last
2: time Grixis was good in Standard? <laughs>
1: It's been a long time, and I I mean, not when I force Grixis to be, like, played. (laughs) I mean, like, legitimately,
0: it's good. It's already. It's always hard to tell because I have to publish all your videos. So whether Grixis is good or not, it always seems like it must be good to me because there's like three of them every set. Yeah, so so I just always assume it's good. But yeah,
1: that's the trick. Anyone that that agrees with this, the trick's on you. It's always been good. Get out of here. What are you talking about?
2: All right. Uh, next question. Untap NL. Over, under, amount of modern players three months after Lord of the Rings set versus now. Uh, it, the set might breathe new life into the format, but it might put people off. So, Lord of the Rings, oh, more it's... modern players or less modern players? i <sighs>
0: Oh boy, that's so tough. I'm going to go more. I think, I think more, I think modern horizon has brought more people in, even though I also know it's made some people quit. I'm more concerned about just the power level than the, than the actual IP. Like if it's another modern horizon set, that's another like forced rotation. That would be the thing I think that would drive people away. If people are like, I got to buy all these uh, new staples now, and it's just too expensive to keep up with. Like they're doing this again that would be the downside but i don't think it being lord of the rings itself is going to have a a meaningful impact like we got rats on motorcycles I, come on now people like <laughs> you're not going to leave because gandalf is in magic i i just don't believe it but what about
1: gandalf on a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> okay okay and yeah. that, that offends everybody at once right the lord, yeah, of, the rings say, player the lord and of the rings fan Imagine are things. probably gonna be
0: really mad about that yeah
1: <laughs> maybe if that's how we finally like lord of the rings yeah that
0: would make me actually watch if Gandalf was just <laughs> <laughs> on a harley like cruising yeah i would i would be down for that version <laughs> please please don't be. get, on that, get on that amazon <laughs> you got the budget you can make it happen <laughs>
1: I mean, it whether like for for the latter part, I mean, I think I think it'll be probably just about the same. I don't think this this grows the, like it might cuz like Lord of the Rings won't grow modern. Lord of the Rings set will grow commander. It'll grow everything else. But like how it but if you're already playing Magic and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to leave the game if if yada yada ya, But when what you really should just look at this as is just Modern Horizons 3 because there's there ain't no way that they're making a Lord of the Rings set that has to be good in modern, and they're just going to drop some terrible cards in there. They have to make the power level very much so played. So, wh- whether or not that's a good thing, you know, we, we, there, we could have Raghavan 3, right? Like, like whatever is there. We can have Renin and, Ren and 6, like the sequel, like actually good. Uh, and so, yeah, like, I, I think that it'll just be Modern Horizons 3, just under the skin of Lord of the Rings.
0: Renin Schmiegel yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ren and Schmickle is Ren, <laughs> Ren, and the Shire, like you
1: know,
2: to be, like Shire. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for some Shire like dual land or something that's like just power creeps the land base. But <laughs> oh, I think God. I think Shire is right. Lands? It's, it's it's Modern Horizons three, and because it's Modern Horizons three, I think it will get people to come play Modern, and I think we will have a soft rotation and. My guess is there will be bannings, or at least calls for bannings.
1: <laughs> <I wanna laughs> well, like that there, there's going to be a
2: Hogak or something that slips in here by accident, right? Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> You're like, banned. We, we made a direct to modern set. Did you test for modern? Nah. No.
0: <laughs> we tested for Commander guys. <laughs> but Bilbo. Uh, but yeah. think oh, I think they're allowed to ban Lord of the Rings cards. I wonder if it's like a contract. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you, you, well, you think they have to like
2: soft ban all the pieces around it for like a year and then come back and finally ban
0: it it would be a bad look I think if you're trying to do IP crossovers and you just like make the cards illegal or maybe it's a, a like a prestige thing like oh my whatever Gandalf was so powerful it got banned in Magic the Gathering maybe it's a good thing no
2: Okay, the the best case is they only banned a card. The worst case is they banned an entire mechanic after trying to fix it, like companion. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Can can you imagine if, like, the the Chase Lord of the Rings mechanic was, like, too OP, they had to ban it?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, we cannot stand another companion. Another companion-level mistake would be really bad for Modern. (laughs) I mean, there ain't...
2: Are companions any different from Elementals or... Urza or whatever—it yeah. just shakes up the whole format, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. at least you don't there, see Urza every game.
1: <laughs> there's no way that the hobbits don't do something with finding an artifact.
2: Ooh. Like, yeah, that like, like, sense. so
1: it would. There's probably going to be a new stone forge <laughs> that's even better, or something like that, or a power crep version that'll make hammer time even better.
0: I, I will say, I'm not convinced this is Modern Horizons three. Like, I, I'm not sure that that's what it is, or if they like made a commander set and they were like oh if we just say this is modern legal it'll sell even more because then modern players will have to care about it so i'm i'm still on the fence as to no, whether cock. this is like intentionally designed to be a modern horizons that shakes up modern or if they just like incidentally are making it legal and modern
2: let me point Come you to initiative stompy. In yeah. vintage. You're and scaring legacy, the legacy advantage players right now. Oh, it's just it's
0: just <laughs> multiplayer mechanics, guys. Don't worry about it. It just happens to be legal in your format. It's fine. Yeah, maybe it's worse if they're not trying to design for modern, I actually, now that I think yeah. of it. At least they will try to play test if they design for modern, as opposed to like, oh,
2: this this clearly is not viable in single player. It's fine.
1: <laughs> legacy advantage players shake
2: when you when they hear, oh, design for commander. No. All right, uh, Rian Lee 5677, if you won the lottery a billion dollars, would you still be doing goldfish content? All right, be honest,
0: guys. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. I think I would still make magic content, yeah. I mean, I really enjoy playing magic. If you have a billion dollars, you're going to need to fill your time with something. Why not? Why not making magic content?
1: <laughs> on top of that, you actually what I, what would happen is not only would I be doing goldfish content, I would try to do wilder things. Like there was recently a chess and boxing event where they play around. Uh, Ludwig puts it on, and so you box and then you play chess, and then you and then every round alternates.
0: Okay, and
1: it, it was actually really funny. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, or or to read about like some of the things I didn't watch all of the things, but I, I definitely caught up on it. And I, imagine every magic content creator and or or player having to box and then play chess, or would, or oh, box and then play magic.
0: Right? Like, that would be the best GP. Oh, can you know how entertaining that would be to watch on Twitch if you did a GP that way? Yeah. Like one round magic, the next round boxing.
1: Be- best of five. <laughs> one round boxing. One round. this
2: is 2022 it's it's one round mma okay
0: oh Oh, Uh, what about what about you richard would you still be doing goldfish if you had unlimited money
2: if we had unlimited money i think we would pivot to a channel that just opened 30th anniversary boosters (laughs) oh
0: I I swear you're going to take that
2: billion dollars and convert it to
0: billions of dollars, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. Oh, I thought for sure one of you we're going to say you'd play Snap instead, but dodge. I that already bullet. play Snap. Sadly. I don't I need play, a billion yeah. dollars to play that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very free to play friendly game.
2: Uh, okay, uh, Elias forty eight is let. People like things. Complaint. Valid. If WotC's focus is on Commander. Comes to the detriment of other formats. Can you imagine being a Legacy player. And having to absorb all that crap. So. You know. The focus on Commander. If it comes at the expense. (laughs) Of your favorite format. Is it actually okay? Uh,
1: I mean. Again. Like. Is that not just the same as a brand new set. Is just like busted like Eldraine just ruined every format
0: I mean uh yeah kind of although like I think of the OP thing like when they like canceled OP to focus on commander I don't think you had to do that and I think the complaints from like people who are competitive players are legitimate in that case like if you're going to flaunt your million dollar a year first brand ever to do that at Hasbro or whatever, like, it's really, really hard to be like, oh, we have to like cut this pro tour that give people $20,000 to like make commander better or something. So I think there is some legitimacy to it. At the same time, I think people also like freak out more than necessary about some of these things. That's, that's kind of the magic community way. So I guess I'm somewhere in the middle, but I do think, especially with the OP stuff that, I think it's fair for people to be like, well, I mean, did you really have to cut all the Pro Tours so you can make more Commanders ads? Because I just, they didn't have to do that.
2: Yeah, I I think the Commander stuff hurts 60 card formats. And that's just the way it is because it's not as popular. But, like, the OP stuff, um, the, like, all the cool stuff is in set boosters instead of draft boosters. And then the set boosters have all these commander cards. So you're like, what if I want to play standard and have like some promos? <laughs> like there's no product for you actually. Uh, so and then like secret layers. You're like, what if I want to bling out standard Rakdos midrange? Like good luck because all the secret layers are commander. So I, I can see that happening. If, if you are a 60 card player, can you do anything about it? I, I, don't, like, I don't know what you're going to do about <laughs> it. Uh, I think legacy players have it worse because they have to take all these like random mechanics they don't want. Like people don't want initiative, and I, I read a bit about initiative, and like I think they have a valid complaint, right? It's it's a mechanic not tested for in a one v one environment, and it's insanely uh, broken in one v one. So it, it you know it may be balanced, but overall, but like just having to deal with non-tested things being thrown into your format all the time. Uh, could be a drag, so. So yeah, I don't. I don't know what you could do other than just. Uh, just accept that's the way it is.
0: <laughs> while while we're in the topic, there's a couple of questions further down that kind of just piggyback on this. There's one from Hash Assassin that says, is Commander killing competitive MTG? And also uh, Baha Blast Freeze. Uh, Do you think 60 card formats will ever be top dog again? Or will Commander be the future of Magic with more Commander-focused releases and card designs? What do you think about that? Like, is this current popularity of Commander killing 60 card formats? And is this the future? Or do you think things will shift again? at some point toward 60 card formats.
1: Yes. And yes. <laughs> um, only because yes, it is hurting 60 card formats. Yes. Commander is the future though, uh, of what magic is. I mean, like we've had a very good standard. Uh, we've had a very good standard. We've had a, a like, you know, a solid time there. Um, and, and that it's not like that has rocketed, you know, 60 card formats back up to the top. Uh, pioneer was, Deep, like pretty solid for a while until everything was Nykthos and, and Rakdos, right? But like for a while and that didn't rocket 60 cards back up either. So I think the future is definitely commander, um, especially it's the most self-expressive format. The one that also doesn't make it so that I have to care about what's current. Uh, like, you know, like I can just get in, play a commander deck and just still have it be fun.
2: Interesting because I I was wondering if Commander's a fad. So, Tiny League 2.0. Yeah, it it could be like Magic's been around for 30 years on the back of 1v1 60 competitive, right? And because you're a competitive player, you were super invested in the game, you were invested in learning about the game, you were invested in buying all the latest cards (laughs) to keep up in power level. Now that we've gone casual. (laughs) <laughs>
0: now that they, we've they casual
2: there's like no incentive to keep up on anything like you're casual right like you don't need to keep up on the news you don't need to buy the latest cards your deck still works uh, you're just not as invested so I wonder if yes there are more players but your players like care less and therefore their attention will waver and go to whatever next shiny thing there is so I actually I'm curious if commander is a fad or not and the power keeping commander I think is certainly not helping things, I think the honeymoon phase of Commander is gone. I, I feel Commander, like a couple of years ago, is much more fun than it is today, even though today it's much bigger. Uh, but the power creep, I think, is a problem because now you can't play your favorite pet cards. you just can get steamrolled, you need to play answers, you gotta play lots of answers, so your deck is like 99% answers, and then you're not playing the thing you want to play anymore. So I, I'm actually curious how this plays out. Uh, it, Wizards is going all in on Commander, but I don't know if it's a fad or
0: if it's you know going to be forever i'm i'm on the other side of grim i think that there will be a time when 60 card formats come back not that the commander is going to go away i think commander will always be a part of magic but i don't think any of us would have predicted the rise of commander five years ago or whenever it was so i think it's just i don't know uh magic's been around so long as richard said 1v1 formats have been important for so long it's hard for me to imagine. That something doesn't change again in the future. Maybe there's a brand new format. Maybe it's old formats coming back. I think Wizards is also going to realize it kind of reminds me of Arena. Remember when they launched Arena and there were so many people from other games that came in and were like, thought it might be the next big thing. And they started playing Arena and streaming Arena and all this content from Arena. And then, like, a year later, when it became apparent that, oh, this isn't like the next League of Legends or whatever pretty much all those people just moved on to other games and stopped doing any magic stuff. I could see Commander kind of being the same way, where it's a hot thing now, where everyone's getting into it, but with the power creep and with wizards maybe over-designing for it, maybe that changes in the future, and some of the the very casual players who are intrigued by Commander now, maybe they don't go to 60-card formats, but maybe they go on to some other game that's even more appealing or does Commander even better than Magic does Commander that do not they have mana screw or whatever. Like, who knows? Maybe, there, maybe there's something like that that comes up. I also want to say, I don't think that Commander is killing competitive MTG. I think that Wizard's choices are killing competitive MTG. Like, Commander and competitive Magic can coexist. There's no reason that they can't coexist. It's Wizard's decision to not support competitive magic that's killing it not commander existing like they they don't need to be at odds with each other
2: but but so like Krim said we've had like the best standard that there's ever been right and arena is theoretically the best (laughs) client we've ever had for playing 1v1 like what more do we need
0: to resurrect 1v1 i mean so people play on arena it's not like no one's playing 1v1 formats what did during that call, the the Fireside chat, they said there's 10 million like active accounts, I believe they said, on Arena. And Standard is by far the most popular way to play Arena. So that's a lot. That's millions of people who are playing Standard on Magic Arena. So it's not like it doesn't exist. I think what's missing is like the paper aspect. And I think that's because... There's just no incentive. Like, why would you spend $500 on a paper standard deck when there's no qualifiers and no anything? To, well, like, what are you going to do? Most even local game stores might not be supporting it anymore because there's no qualifiers for them to be running. So why would you spend that on a paper deck when uh, when you could buy a commander deck or buy 10 budget commander decks and play them for the next 10 years? Like, I think I, I bring it all back to OP. Like, I think that's the missing piece of this. It's not commander that killed competitive. It's
2: arena that killed competitive, right? Yeah, that, yeah like why and, why buy a deck when you can just play it on arena and grind all day on arena and then call it a day right and we then
0: need, they even play your qualifier uh, online and then competitive on arena just kind of flopped like we saw that with the MPL, where they went really hard to try to make like arena be an esport sport and it just for whatever reason it didn't come to fruition there so yeah maybe arena is also yeah i think arena is at least part of it but but we're I don't top know. Top
2: three esports. Seth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the good, uh, the good old days. <laughs> okay,
2: speaking, speaking of uh, migrations, uh, Yakub three six two. Any thoughts on Flesh and Blood? Have you guys played Flesh and Blood since the Flesh and Blood hype and, and controversies?
1: Um, I played a little bit of the starter deck, just like a starter deck battle. Um, and it, it's it's got some 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 fun elements there, but nothing that stands out to me. So far, I maybe that's just because like the Star Deck I played wasn't—it's not meant to be like like oh my gosh, high flying, action packed or whatever. Uh, And it was just mostly a tutorial game, so uh, it just felt okay. Nothing made it stand out to me more than just anything else. I mean, there there is a game I want to try right now, and probably will also I'll probably despise, and it's the One
0: Piece card game. But uh, yeah, like. I've been yeah, hearing they, about that though that's catching on in some places. Wait, wait, I, wait. I don't how that like One Piece. About
2: this One Piece I, card I, game.
0: <laughs> I don't know what One Piece is, but I know there's a game about it. It's an anime. It's oh, an anime. it's an anime.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like legitimately though, like I I I haven't watched it, it like enough to like say I'm even a fan of One Piece, so going into it like just as a fan of card games. I mean, eh? It looks like it looks like it could be it could have something, Wait, but like most anime card games, is it mobile or is it paper? It's paper. The problem is there's been like fifteen reskins of anime card games, right? And and <laughs> and they always like end up flopping. But this one, I hope they actually sink support into it. And just like that, uh, flesh and blood. I I mean we'll we'll wait. I I have to probably play a little bit more than a starter deck to get a, a better a better feel for the game. But I I do think that the game has some some fun parts to it. Uh, and has an interesting way of like solving like the resource system.
0: I would I would like to try Fresh and Blood, but I just I always play online. That's the sticking point for me. Like I don't really have a a way to go plant and paper and. It seems like Flesh and Blood is not interested in doing the online thing. They're really big on being like an in-person face-to-face card game. So I don't know if I'll ever get a chance to play it. If, if there was a way to try it online or on mobile or whatever, I definitely would have already tried it by now because I'm interested in it. I've heard good things. But the paper only part is just a big sticking point for me. Yeah, I can't. Play paper. It's too much work. You gotta like buy
2: things. Like, mm-hmm. I, I you, you gotta, you gotta hit me with the free to play. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me the free to play, <laughs> suck me in, then take all yeah. my money. Like, you, you <laughs> cannot convince me to upfront buy a deck of a game like I don't know and then go somewhere and then try to play.
0: Like, it's
2: that's too old school for me. I can't
0: do it. <laughs> new, new fish mail question. How much have you spent on Marvel Snap? Did they suck you in and take all your money, or are you still mostly free to play? <laughs> I, I I buy one battle pass every okay. it comes out every month.
2: So I spent twenty dollars. Oh that's $10. twenty dollars so far. Oh, yeah, it's ten dollars oh, yeah, a battle pass. Oh yeah,
1: it's ten dollars a battle pass. I'm also right there with Richard. I've spent ten dollars but every month for a battle pass. They they've tempted me. They've definitely tempted me to get more. They've gotten close. <laughs> uh specifically with the nineties X-Men Gambit and Rogue. Uh, portraits oh, you and like whatnot that one? Ooh, I don't like that one. <laughs> I liked it <laughs> but it's $30 for like 1500 credits and like a portrait or two right and I that's like a $10 purchase like like it, I'm not giving you $30 for that but and then the apocalypse bundle I would only buy it for the little uh, uh collector's tokens but that's $80 so uh, like yeah like they, they're they get a bit uh ambitious on what they're trying to charge in the store <laughs> Uh but but I I I I hold the
2: line. I'll let you know when I break. <laughs> All right. This is a perfect transition to <laughs> the red RV. What decks are you guys playing in Marvel Snap? I recently unlocked Death from the collector Ooh. token shop and started playing a destroy list that I was going fairly good with yesterday. I
1: I I need Death. She's so good. Uh but like like I am playing a move deck. I love my move deck too much to not play and uh I I did also uh, just recently finally get a few of the pieces to um play a, a relatively good discard deck.
2: Krim crim is <coughs> married to Doctor Strange there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I love about this move deck. Yo. Uh, I I so the the season reset I played a silver surfer deck. Um that was really good until I hit infinite. And then once I hit infinite, I just play like random garbage for like the rest of the month. But I always play control. Control is always... If I need to win games and like need to like try hard it, I always play control. And currently my favorite control deck is a leader control deck. Ooh, leader is um, so good. Leader is so pretty good. but. So qu- Never leave home without Shang-Chi, Enchantress, and Cosmo. Like,
0: I think you need... Yeah, I, <laughs> you need Shang-Chi those three, and Cosmo. And then you
2: just, you just big brain everyone. And then you
0: feel good yeah. about yourself. Um, so, I, I haven't played enough Snap to to know all the cards y'all are talking about. How do you play Control and Snap? Because I played, like, the early modes. And it, it didn't seem like I could really interact with my, what my opponent was doing. It was just kind of like, oh, can I make bigger numbers than you can make? Like, are yeah, there, oh. like, Revenous Chupacabras and counterspell? Like, is there anything yeah. equivalent to Magic Control in Snap? Yeah, yeah. You get so, so, there, I mean, there's so, a so Cosmo orb. is a
2: card that shuts off all ETBs. Yeah. Uh, so you can set it up so that they can't trigger their ETBs. And if you, you know, a lot of the times, like, on the last turn, people play a big bomb with, like, an ETB. So you can yeah. set it up to get them that way. Uh, Shang-Chi destroys a creature with power 9 or more. Oh. Uh, so you can okay. blow up. Big creatures and then Enchantress removes ongoing effects. So essentially like, like abilities yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, so the way I typically play control, and then there's also Storm, which uh I love Storm Yeah. So and Professor it gives you X one turn well. to play into that lane. So you essentially the way I play is I, I close off a lane and win it. And then uh I counter what the opponent's doing in the other two lanes. And then yep. you can get more exotic like Professor X shuts down a lane as well by preventing you from playing or removing cards. Uh, but control can, is, like, the perfect way to gain, like, two cubes at a time. <laughs> because, like, you, you, like you lock them down, like, I can't win, I quit. The, the, uh, the control and, way. But <laughs> you do to win.
0: To, to turn one island, like, on Arena, is there the equivalent? It's, it's, just... Yeah, well, if, I, if I lock down two lanes, you're like, well, that's it, right? <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Like, you're not going to chance it, right? So. Right. <laughs> Sometimes well, the... you get
2: greedy, right? You're like, I can lock them out, but I'm not gonna lock them. I'm gonna let them think they're gonna win, and then you let them do their thing. But then they do something you don't expect, and then you lose eight cubes. You're like, okay. <laughs> 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 I,
1: I I will admit, getting like no one expects the Cosmo out of my move deck. So so I do play like elements of control there as well and storm. So storm being able to shut off a lane that's great when you can move everything to the left. So you just have to position that. <laughs> Also, yeah, quite- Snap,
2: Snap is interesting because the, the meta changes so quickly. Uh, they, they just released a bunch of new cards and then the meta is all different. Uh, and then they also released new locations, which basically... Yeah. I basically cheesed my way into Infinite in like a day and a half because <laughs> uh, uh, they had a new location and it basically destroys both decks. And yep. then the card Ooh. in question that the Red Army mentioned, Death, reduces its cost for every card destroyed. So Ooh. I just put it in my deck, Ooh. even though I have no destroy synergies. It's a zero cost 12 drop. <laughs> and then for the first 24 hours, like nobody caught on. I just like wrecked people's faces by like, dropping like, three <laughs> cards left and right. What's it like <laughs> getting death?
1: Wow. Must be nice.
2: It, it, it's funny because uh, normally it's, it's a combo. You play death and wave so you can actually yeah. play them together. I didn't have wave, so I couldn't play death. It was sitting in my collection the whole time. And then this event came around with the new location. I'm like, oh, sweet! Now I get a free card, even though no one expects it because it has no synergies with my deck. They would never see it coming. And then you you, you just drop it, right? So, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still having fun with Snap. Although I think I've snapped out. I'm ready to come back to Magic. Oh, Are yeah, uh, you until next back. season? <laughs> well, because the season the, as soon as you hit infinite, you're like, well, I'm done. Yeah, so I now you gotta wait for the next season.
1: Yeah, they, so they, there's not a lot is, that pushes you to continue playing the ranked ladder. Is, uh, the, is there after there no you like, hit infinite?
0: Is there no equivalent to like I'm number one on the arena ladder? Like once you get to the, to the top no. level, you're just there. No. There's no like top thousand or anything leaderboard or anything. So you can
2: flex. I, I like streamers. <laughs> like I'm I'm level two. I'm I'm ranked two hundred. Right. Like even though it stops at a hundred, uh, they yeah. just keep climbing forever. Uh, oh, okay. but then when the season resets everyone goes back to the 70 or whatever. So there's no oh, actual I benefit. I mean well, I, I think they're adding ways to keep playing though.
0: Yeah, it's still pretty uh. early. Also, we had a question from Dubious Vision. Uh Marvel Snap podcast and gameplay when? Well the podcast, apparently right, <laughs> right now, now. We got we got that covered. <laughs> yeah, we got gameplay yeah. is is that a thing? Uh, like you guys play Snap more than me. Who's the LSV of Snap? Is there any like or Kibler? Is there some huge like Snap content creator? Is that a thing that happens now or oh. no? Well, I is. don't know.
2: Our friend Jeff Hoogland makes Snap Je- content. Oh, is Jeff making this? Jeff plays Snap. Jeff
0: lay
2: snap. Uh, <laughs> so the other thing is I, I tuned into Twitch the other day, uh, and lo and behold, I found Jerry Thompson on a stream in <laughs> a Marvel Snap stream with uh, the KMS Vest or something like that. So there are magic players uh, and like Jerry knew what he was like. Jerry was not just like, Hey, you know, like he, he knew all the cards. He's been playing since beta or whatever. Uh, so there are people, I think there are Hearthstone streamers that play. I think oh, life yeah. coach play. Yeah. People are life like, coach he's going to rope every turn. There's like no rope. Snap. <laughs> like How does he get anything done? Like,
0: So yeah, I think a lot of people actually play, play snap. Interesting. I'm gonna have to look into it then. Maybe I'll have to watch some snap content and get. I'm gonna. T- get I'm gonna have to ask so Jerry. Be crim.
1: <laughs> you know, there's no friends option. <laughs> like yeah, you can't there's no dual friends, friends. friends
0: Hey, we, we can't say anything about that. Already. Yeah, I Didn't guess that's a friends true. option For like we're, five, we're years working or so. our way there. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> you think we'll get spectator mode? <laughs> oh. Uh
2: okay. So let us let return back to magic. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Jess. Bot Twinsta. Y'all were my top podcast for Spotify Unwrapped. What are your top five card arts for 2022?
0: Ooh. Oh I only got I only got one, but it's World Gorgia Dragon from uh <laughs> <laughs> that just got spoiled from Jumpstart. Love that art. Wait. That's my that's my favorite wait, of the what, year. Wait, what is that? the
1: jumpstart? You mean D- Dominaria remastered?
0: Oh, Dominaria Mastered, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Does that count? It hasn't
0: gotten wait, wait, printed wait. yet. It was previewed. What is the world go- wait, what's so good about this World tag? It's, it's, it's eating the full a globe. Art. It's a full art. It's like wrapped around the whole world. That's I think it's RK Post oh, that did it. Oh, okay, okay. You got to get the full art one, the the borderless DMR one. I see. But, okay. Uh, I think I think that's my favorite of the year.
1: If we're if we're doing like things that haven't fully released yet <laughs> but have been previewed, I mean. Top five, like you, you only have one. You don't have any others. None, All right, I'll them think. Stuck give out?
0: me, give me, give me, give me yours, and I'll think what else I got. On oh, list.
1: I mean, okay, Check I, I, remember. I can't, I can't say no to the Stitcher supplier anime art. <laughs> um, that that one's a banger, <laughs> of course. Yep. I, I, yeah, you got to You got to show love where where it's due. Um, and then <clears throat> I also really, really, really like. The DJ Scare of God. Um, that, 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 <laughs> Yo, DJ Scare of God is sick, okay? It's, a, it's like such a sick meme. And then on top of that, I would probably say uh, uh, Kamigawa, Neon Dynasty. Specifically, uh, The Wandering Emperor uh, anime art along with uh, uh, Katose, The Silent Spider. Uh, I love those two. And... Okay, I I feel like I'm just choosing mostly Kamigawa because I love that <laughs> set so much. Because I also really really like the Fist of the North Star art of Kaido. So Ooh. like like that was the the okay, but see there's there's actually a lot of card art. Oh man, but I can only pick
2: five. Yeah yeah, those are those are my five <laughs> off the top of my head. Oh, this one's okay. Well, Krim reminded me, so I I like. Uh, Balin wandering, whatever the the cat anime girl? version. Yeah, cat yeah, girl. yeah. Same with the anime art, I can get behind. <laughs> uh, Jinja Edo, it Solemn, can't forget oh, about.
0: I can't, can't, really can't, really about. God, can't forget, ito. Can't forget about Oh, are we counting secret layers? Oh, there's oh, so many. Are we counting actual magic arts. art or, uh, oh, okay. Oh, there's so Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Well, I, and then, uh Ulamog, serial Ulamog. I actually really like, even though <laughs> I have no purpose for him. Of oh, actual magic art, do I? I got anything I got I, I got it.
1: <laughs> Junji Ito,
0: well,
2: like
1: Ito magic counts. native
0: art. No, no, Junji Ito there. counts.
1: It's just any art that's come out in Magic. Yeah, right? I mean <laughs> it's, it's magic art. It's magic yeah. art. Yeah. Oh, I, hold on. I also choose Junji Ito. Just like like <laughs> with Thatsies, all the Thatsies, and the Elish Norn, the new I,
0: one. I, I would shout out both farewells. I think the pack version is sweet. And also the promo with like the little kids who I don't remember the, the artist I mean, name the on it. But yeah, the showcase style is like really, really good on that one, too. So many good Kamigawa arts. I think if you had to pick an art set of the year, it's definitely Kamigawa. Like yeah, discounting Kamigawa secret layers. Like the Kamigawa art overall is just so good. Wait,
2: why have I never seen this? <laughs> this alternate <laughs> the one with lots of children what is go- oh, because we never actually play what is about, going Richard? we
0: always just say that we're playing I well, play. but we never actually do <laughs> it's, it's, we don't I've use never, here. we here we don't
2: use
1: we i play it every time <laughs> and march of the otherworldly light showcase those two have like like uh miyazaki as oh vibes. yeah yeah yeah
2: that one's really good too yeah there's been a lot of good magic art this year as we listed all non-magic art, but <laughs> <What>? <laughs> my, no my favorite was actually Transformers Megatron from screen cap from the show.
1: <laughs> I'll have you know the Ravage and Laserbeak, like in Soundwave combination. They're on a basketball court. So you are actually dunking like, like Laserbeak <laughs> is sitting on the hoop. So yeah, it's finally here.
2: All right. Uh, I think that was five. That, that was close yeah, enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> uh, Jeriel has. We're missing two swords in Modern: red, green, and blue, black. What do you think they would have for abilities
0: in Modern Horizons three? Well, I got bad news, which is I think they're coming to standard. I think we're getting them in the next two sets. I think we're getting the getting the rest of the swords. That's my my hot take. As far as abilities. I think they're going to be disappointing. <laughs> like the modernized <laughs> swords. Been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so so I think we're going to get them in standard, but they're probably watered down. What would. So red, green, like. Wait,
2: what, wait, what was the last sword we got? Uh, oh. Blue, white,
0: right? The, oh, Hearth and Home. home oh, hearth good. and Home. Oh, Hearth and Home. Well, that's just it, getting it, Commander because it gets a land. Yeah. But, like, it's not like a fire and ice or whatever. Oh, like oh a, you a, want
2: one for competitive. You want one I want to construct. <laughs> I want a You want to still forge this up this is going to be
0: unplayable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> blue, blue and
1: black could just counter a spell and discard a card, you know, on the stack. <laughs> your opponent will just willingly <laughs> cast a spell. When and
2: you and deal you combat character. damage to a player, counter <laughs> counter a spell on the stack. Okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe. What about just, like, blue and black, really simple. You draw a card, your opponent discards a card. Mm-hmm. Would that be enough? That's just
1: better. That's just better than <laughs> feast and famine, right? Oh, actually, you know, fire the lands. Uh, it oh, would yeah, kind of, that's it, like
2: you you're just taking abilities of existing swords. And put them I, together. I, don't, I think yeah. I think it would be
1: you. Your opponent discards a card, and you get you exile the top card of your opponent's library.
0: Oh, what about so,
1: something like that?
0: Oh, yeah, that could be a good thief combo color. Like, yeah. your opponent exiles the top. What about your opponent exiles a top card of your library and discards a card, or exiles a card, and you can yeah. cast those until the end yeah. of the next turn or something. Yeah. Or I for as long room as
1: they remained room room. exile or
2: until whatever. Until your next turn, opposition agent Narset. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that yeah. that would be hilarious to
1: keep track of. Also, I'll have to ask if the stack is empty. Uh <laughs> I, I i just ask if the stack is empty all the time now no matter what <laughs> what
0: about what, what about, about red green Grew. yeah what does gruel do red, it green might... would have to be
1: aggro it would have to burn and like probably like it'd probably be really bad though it'd probably be like well no war and peace was like good and standard uh, that was a lot was of played. damage yeah yeah and it healed so that was pretty solid i think red and green would probably be like something along the lines of either a burn and then fight.
0: Uh, I really want land destruction. I want like blow up target, non basic <laughs> oh. land, and blow up target artifact oh. and enchantment or something. Stone. Whoa.
1: Wait, what about stone rain and
0: like fight? Oh, stone rain fight would be interesting. Yeah, I wonder, like that. Hmm, could you that's- fight with a sordid creature, or would you have to fight with yeah, another oh, yeah. creature? Okay, well that would yeah. be really that's strong. That's so.
2: That's so broken. <laughs> But, Stoneforge Stone Rain deck? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not coming to standard. I mean, that would all it would also be kind of like sad that the if this came to standard right after Kaldheim and all like the artifact equipment stuff
0: rotated <laughs> would feel kind of bad. But yeah, like Although it, we it, did it, we did just get like George or again or whatever which cares about equipment. So I like, we'll see. Oh yeah,
1: and Danatha?
0: Maybe they're going to rebuild the the equipment archetype. all right uh
2: graham fleming magic has more formats than ever with things like initiative breaking legacy do you think there will be a need in the near future to dissolve any formats if so
0: Mm -hmm. which ones get the axe So, Dissolve from, like, Wizards' perspective. From Wizards' perspective, I would argue, like, Legacy and Vintage have kind of already been Yeah, like, I was going to say, aren't those already X? They still keep going because the community loves them and plays them. But I think the initiative thing shows that Wizards doesn't actually, like, take those formats into heavy consideration when they're printing cards. And they don't run tournaments for them really anymore. It's more not often, at least. So, I would say they're already more or less dissolved. So, outside of that. I don't think so. I think the game is big enough to support a lot of formats now.
1: I, th- I think Frontier
0: will go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 1v1 ti- Commander. Ti- is that still a tiny, thing? Tiny leaders. <laughs> oh, Brawl. Brawl. Non-historic Brawl. I would not be surprised if that got deleted from Arena, if that counts. I think everyone <laughs> Yo, just plays yeah. Historic Brawl now. Like the standard version, no one plays that.
2: That's weird because you would think they would try to make standard Brawl good. They want it to <laughs> rotate. And they I want to buy the latest pack, <laughs> but I guess since set boosters just contain random cards now, I guess I might as well just play historic brawl. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The list.
2: Um, Poke What would you add to the game if you could? Add to the game, uh,
1: mm-hmm. like anything.
2: Anything. You can even choose more anime art. Oh, well, but, uh, hold on.
1: Uh, okay, outside of the more anime art? I I actually think I would add more ways. Oh, let me think. I, I gotta I gotta think about that one on this for a second.
0: What about That's another color? On. Can we do another color? Is that no, a bad idea? All the there, colours no already. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
2: Uh, we have colorless. That's a color. It's proxies. technically
1: not.
0: <laughs> more proxies? <laughs> uh, All right, I, I got one.
2: On Arena, I would like them to add a lot more art. Like, every card has, like, eight art versions. And I, I want them to not tie it to paper. Because, you can, you know, in paper, you can only release it with every secret layer, right? But art is or, essentially free, right? You, like, pay an artist well, to make... They are going to pay someone, right? But. Yeah, but then, but then you sell it for like five or ten bucks a pop, like forever. Um, don't so Snap does a good job of this. They have like four or five arts for like every card, uh, and so for every like standard staple or whatever on Arena, they should have four or five variants that are like super, super unique and different, like secret layer type
0: arts, uh, and not be tied to paper in any way. And I don't even think all people. the I don't even think all the existing paper versions come to Arena, which is kind of disappointing. Like, I, I don't think they all make it there. So they don't even fully embrace the art that they already are paying someone to make and getting that yeah. at Arena. Hmm. That is a good one. Spectator mode? <laughs> Add that to the game, please. Wait, wait, do we still have a spectator mode? Yeah, nope. You're right, we don't. That's what, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, You know, I I think... The last thing I'd want to probably try to add to the game would probably be... it. Would it be... No, because I feel like that would cheapen, like, Ultimates of Planeswalkers if you could interact with an emblem.
0: Ooh. I still kind of want that.
1: But like, but, like, interacting with an emblem, like, after you spent all these turns, like, you know what I mean? Like, as a win condition, uh, like, getting these emblems out there, like... I think it should essentially just win the game, right? And be uninteractable. So yeah, maybe not that. However, maybe uh That's that's hard. I don't I, I actually do not know what I would add to the game right now. I do not know what I would add to the game.
2: I, I know what I would add to the game itself. Snapping.
0: <laughs> oh, oh! Like, at, like, like, like the you ability so you want to bring back anti. Yeah, bring back. Yeah, you auntie. want anti. Like, <laughs> you, you
2: need to wager and like express skill besides your deck. And I think snapping does. And th- so, for people that don't know, this is the Marvel Snap podcast now. But <laughs> in Snap, when you start a game, you you wager one cube, okay? And cubes are your currency for climbing. So as you get more cubes, you gain ranks. And at any time someone can snap and that doubles the cubes at risk. So if you snap, it goes to two. And then on the final turn, it doubles again. So in total, if everyone snaps, you make it to the last turn, the game is worth eight times as much as the first turn. And what this does is if you think you're going to win, you can get eight times as much. And if you think you're going to lose, you're going to lose eight times as much. Um, So it's like poker where you can go all in or you you don't go all in. Um, But it, it really smooths out variance. So if you have like a bad hand, you just lose one cube and call it a day. You don't feel bad, right? And when you have a really good hand, you can outplay your opponent. You can snap up to eight cubes and then try to like really like eight for one them in games. Like not only did you beat them in this game, you, you like you stole like eight of their games away, right? It's It's a big deal. And it adds excitement, but it also like makes climbing super easy if you're better than your opponent right like if you're actually better like it it expresses the skill a lot better uh so i actually really like that aspect of the game and it's like poker how do we bring that to magic
0: i was gonna say do you think it'd work in magic because one of the quirks of snap is a game's like a minute long or something so if you back out of it you're not losing much i would worry about it magic could you imagine being in like game two of a 30 minute match or something and someone snapping like uh, it would feel so bad to be like, oh, I'm like 45 percent doing this game. So I guess I got to back out and waste a half hour of my life. Like that <laughs> What takes you multi-four so and you still have to play it and it's equally <laughs> weight as like any other game, right? Like, wouldn't you rather just be like, yeah, I got a bad hand. Let me minimize losses and get out of here. Arena goes the other direction. If you scoop too much, apparently they send you warnings about suspending your account. We're, we're, we're the opposite of snapping, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, it would be interesting to have a way. It would be really cool on the ladder. I think it would make the ladder on a reader really interesting if you could jump up and down faster like that and add a little bit of like, I guess, like it would be another another strategy, really another strategic layer to the game. It lets you climb with bad decks.
2: Yeah, you can take a yeah. really bad deck Sounds and just like out-snap for people. <laughs> just out-
0: yeah. and, and then you got like a bluff another bluffing aspect, right? you bluff with your snaps yeah. at all? Like sure oh, yeah. that comes into no, it.
2: I never No, could <laughs> no one blo- like if, if someone snaps, oh, yeah. you should
0: probably just run. <laughs> if, I, if they but, snap and you don't understand, you should probably just get out of there. <laughs> but but doesn't that mean I could just like aggressively snap and bluff my way up the ladder then? Be- because there are if people you're gonna that run, run away because bluff, I snap. And you will oh, get okay. destroyed, right? Like,
2: <laughs> like, do you just go play poker and go all in every hand? You're like, you could. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you probably get destroyed and go home pretty soon, right? Yeah. I, no, I mean,
1: when people, people, like, snap, right, I, I will then immediately snap to follow it up. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and I've got, like, a handful of nothing. Like, I've got one pair <laughs> of, 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 like, threes
2: or something. So... Oh yeah! The so. best feeling is the counter snap. So once you snap, you can't you can't quit anymore, right? So if if you have a strong hand and you snap, your opponent <laughs> might just run away and just lose one cube. But if they snap, you snap back, and then now you're locked in for eight cubes. Oh, <laughs> you now, are now you're you're good to go. Oh, you are. Oh. And I've
1: definitely gotten got when someone's
0: called my bluff, but I've definitely gotten way more wins <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because of that. Oh, we are oh, we probably got to wrap up soon. What percentage of people run away when you snap? Like, how, how often does the game end when you snap someone? Like, rough estimate. I'm just curious. Is it, like, 50% of the time, or is it, like, a pretty small percentage of the time? So, uh, if, if you snap, snap on the
2: last turn, a lot of people just run away. Okay, um, yep. But if you snap early and just go to two cubes, people will stay, because they have a chance to quit before it goes to four cubes. And oh, it also right. matters how high up in the ladder you are. So, as you start hitting infinite people are less likely to snap. And if they snap, you should be very concerned. Because at this point, everyone knows everything, right? Like they're they're all like full meta players and they know all the counters. And so you should be very concerned if someone is snapping on you and you need to like know they have this and you can outplay it. But at the lower ranks, people snap randomly and you can get like eight cubes like super easy because like they don't, they just simply don't know the cards available. Like you're like, oh, but I'm winning Everywhere. How could I possibly lose? You're like, well, let me introduce you to this card. (laughs) Richard's right there. It's actually kind of interesting how the snapping changes. It's like one upping each other and like how well you know the meta, like the, the further you go.
1: I've definitely coasted my way to infinite, though, on the back of, like, oh, these are the higher ranks? <laughs> we Snap! Wee! <laughs> people run. People run. Like, I think yeah.
2: the higher ranks take the longest because That's you only it? win one or two cubes at once. People don't snap willy-nilly as... Uh... Yeah. But then the, the thing happens is as you get closer to infinite, it gets easier because you play people that are already infinite, and then they just do whatever they want. Right, so one, once once you hit infinite, you can't drop below it. So then they just snap for fun. They just do whatever they want now. So they may donate you cubes if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, okay. So uh, that concludes the Marvel Snap podcast. Um, oh, wait, okay, wait, I have one last question. We got to hit this question. Yeah. No, we can't hit this question. We're overdue. Okay. We'll, we'll save it for next fish meal. We have, we have one sweet question. Uh, so if you have more questions, send them to at with the hashtag MGFishMail. And
0: we'll get to your questions on air. And that brings us to the end of episode four. of the MTG Goldfish podcast. So we will be back next week with kind of one more special holiday cast. We're going to be doing our traditional year in review podcast where we go back over our spoiler predictions and see how well we actually did this year predicting what cards would do well. So that's the plan for next week's podcast. Uh, Richard and Graham, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Card Conduit for supporting the show. And we'll be back next week to talk about whatever goes on in the world of magic. So until then, have a lovely week, everyone, and happy holidays you, and this is a crew signing out